All right, boys, we ready? Yep, all set. Marcus, is your mic plugged in and turned on? Yes, my mic is on. Tyler, what are the odds that you're actually in studio for this one? 80-20. 80-20, you're here, or 80-20, you're on the road? Don't worry about it. Play the intro! Welcome to the Vancouver Boys Podcast. Someone sounds like they're coming on the train! <laughs> Yo, what's up? This is Paul Bissonette. And Mike Grinelli. Welcome to the Vancouver Boys Podcast. I'm Matt from Surrey. U.S. Minster. North Van. And you're listening to the Vancouver Boys Podcast. Here are your hosts, Jake Jude. McTavish for Calder, and I mean it this time. Marcus Keller. Plan the parade or blow it up. No in between. And Tyler Erlinson. Because Manko will get 40 goals this year. Steve Dangle here. I love the Vancouver Boys. It's the Vancouver Boys Podcast! Welcome everybody to episode 78 of the Vancouver Boys Podcast. You trying to throw me off there? No, <laughs> I didn't know whether you remembered or not what episode number right. was. Yeah, I, uh, I just looked on my phone. So. Okay, all right. Yeah. My name is Tyler Erlinson, and as always, I'm joined by my amazing co-hosts, Jake Jude. Hey, what's going on? What's going on? Marcus Keller. I don't want to do this. <laughs> and producer Alex. Hello, hello. I think you said that last week too. No, I said last week I said Genesis. No, no, oh. no, no, not you, him. Oh. No. You remember what you said? Wow. Yeah. He's been taking notes. <laughs> yeah. I don't care what I said last week. I meant it. I don't want to do this. <laughs> I don't want to. Do- oh, God. Never well, mind. Lucky for you, Marcus, we have a surprise guest that's coming on the podcast today. Actually, that does make me feel a little better. Yeah. Canucks access is also on here, so we won't just rip into you about the Canucks. We will also rip, rip into him. him. <laughs> Great. So that'll be coming up right after a word from our fake sponsor and our real sponsor. Well, thank you, Tyler. As everyone knows, our fake sponsor is only a joke now because we have a real sponsor, which is Beaver Buzz Energy. So thank you so much, Beaver Buzz, for supporting the boys. We here in Vancouver Boys Studios are all beaver buzzing. And this week's episode of the Vancouver Boys Podcast is not brought to you by Honda. Much like the Canucks, Hondas get off to extremely slow starts and don't get any faster with modifications. Honda, we're sorry you couldn't afford a Toyota. Wow. The Honda hate. That's crazy because my Honda beat your car. Oh, that that was one time and and there was water on the road and I didn't have any tread. I didn't have any tread. (laughs) Those tires were bald. Wait, were you driving the Mustang or were you driving the the Charger? That wasn't the Mustang, I think. Yeah, that was the Mustang. I was going to say, I, hope, yeah. I sure as hell hope you did not lose no, the Charger. I don't think there's any Dodge that's ever been produced that's going to lose to any Toyota or any Honda. I don't yeah. know. Jake brought it up. He's like, do you think your car would beat Marcus's? And I was like, okay, well, definitely, maybe like for the first two seconds. But yeah. after that, like you're Because your, your car's also lighter than yeah, mine. So it thing. might get off to a little bit quicker, yeah. but I, I think I'd overtake you. Oh, yeah, 100%. You guys got to give the listeners more of like context here. What do you drive, Alex? The Honda Civic, <laughs> the one and only. And I've got a Dodge Charger. And they're, they're this, is yours a 2017? 2016. Okay, mine's a 2017. So okay. they're v- very similar production-wise. Mm. Yeah. All right, now who do we think is going to win between Jake's Challenger and Marcus's Charger? They have the same engine in them. <laughs> We've already They, they have the out. exact same engine in them. Yeah, but your car's probably a little heavier, Jake. Um... Yeah, maybe. Mine might be more aerodynamic, too, because the Challenger is, like, 
boxy, mm-hmm. right? Well, Whereas the Chargers are more like rounded. All right. Well, I'm taking both of you, so. Yeah. <laughs> Good bet. Yeah. In a race between me and Jake. Actually, the only time we raced, a random BMW one. No, I, I, was, I was saying I was going to beat both of you. Oh, right. In your truck. Yeah. Either, either my truck or my Jeep. Okay. Yeah. Take Fantastic. your pick. All right. I think that's uh, pretty much enough car talk for the day and for this episode. Yeah. So let's uh, let's throw things over to the interview with Access here. Access, how's it going? Good, good. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, no worries. Uh, thanks for coming on. Yeah. Lots to talk about. <laughs> yeah, Bold of you to join us. <laughs> definitely, uh, definitely a tough time for Canucks fans right now. Um, what's what's your opinion of how the season started so far, and and what kind of changes do you think needs to happen? We're jumping into this <laughs> right away. What a yeah, question right. to open Holy with. Cow, yeah. How about how's your mental health right now? <laughs> You live in a tall building oh. by chance? <laughs> oh my god! Uh, yeah. Well, it it, it hasn't been uh, pretty. Um, you know, after the first game, like the first period of the season went so well that I was like, "Oh, like shit, we're gonna be pretty good." Yeah. Like, like that, that, and they ha- and since then they haven't played that good of, of twenty minutes. No. Yeah, I'd agree they, with uh, that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. They. The refs were terrible in that game both ways. But anyways, uh, to the little bit of injury problems that we've had. But the team, as I said last time I was on, is strong enough. I, I had them in the playoffs. To Something is not right. It's not Bruce Boudreaux, in my opinion. He's not the problem. Miller, Horvat, Mikheyev, Pedersen, Besser, Garland, Podkolzin, Hoaglander, uh, Hugh, all this talent. And they lose seven straight to start the season. I think it's something, this sounds again like the start of last year, something is wrong in the room or in the organization, in my opinion. Yeah. No, I I agree with that. I definitely think there's some issues going on in that room. Obviously, players are are yelling at each other, calling each other out, freaking out at each other on the ice. Um, it's, It's not a pretty scene right now, and... I don't know how to fix it. <laughs> yeah. What do you make of the uh, the whole Luke Shen and JT Miller blow up that we saw? Um. Well, first of all, good on Connor Garland. I don't. I don't know if you guys saw Connor Garland there getting in the middle of that right away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It could have gotten worse and way more. You know, embarrassing. Um. It was a terrible giveaway by Miller. I think he threw the puck up the middle with five seconds left in the period. Yeah. So I think Shen has every right there. You know, to say what are you doing? Yep. Just for some uh, background, if uh, the listeners don't know, Jake, do you want to tell the listeners what happened there? Oh, yeah, totally. So um, as I think it was the second period was ending, um, JT Miller is making his way off the ice, and Luke Shen kind of approaches him. And you don't really see too, too much, but you can definitely tell that the tempers have kind of flared up, yeah. and they start kind of jawing at each other. And then, as Access pointed out, just as they're about to make their way off the ice, Connor Garland kind of like, he doesn't really get in between them, but he kind of gets underneath in, in between of them. Well, that, <laughs> you know? that, that's what Connor Garland specializes in, <laughs> yeah, is going right? underneath. <laughs> so yeah, it's funny because like he almost looked like the little brother, like, kind of with his head cocked back and like looking up at both of them. Yeah. But Like a little kid best. trying to make mom and dad stop fighting. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, that was tough. I actually found out about that one after the game because I was at the game live. Yeah. And because it was right at the end of the period, I was probably getting up to go get food or go to the bathroom or something. So I didn't even see it. I just heard the reports afterwards that that had happened. Yeah. Well, and uh, and things did not get any better in the tunnel because they went back at it. 
That's I heard that as well. at each other. Yeah, it, it seemed like it was more see, it was more kinda, Shen than Miller. I yeah, kind of from from where I was sitting, you could see they were just going at it, and it was it did not look pretty. I hope Shen beat some sense into him. Yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> that's that that strong. Would be, that's a common take. Well, I mean, let you know what? Since we're on JT Miller, let's just go over it. That was the contract. I believe we had actually we had access on yeah. right after that contract was signed to go over it and just you know, what that meant for the team and where that shows they are. And wow, did no one see this coming? He has, you know, yeah, he scored a couple goals in the Carolina game. He scored both of our goals, but all in all in the big picture this season, he has not looked like the player he was last year. He looks like he can't finish a pass. He can't go three shifts without giving some horrible kind of giveaway. And the problem that we were all hoping he would fix last year of after making a mistake, instead of, you know, getting back on defense to fix it. He'd whine and complain and go to the ref and slowly skate to the bench. He'd pout about it. Drop an F-bomb. Yeah, that's yeah. that's seemingly gotten worse, right? And I, I think a lot of fans are really frustrated because that much money tied up in one player, if he keeps playing like that, this team is going to face some major challenges no matter what they plan on doing. Yeah, and I mean, like, with Miller, he's getting paid now to be the guy you know and the team the team's going to be you know leaning on him to be like you know the leader and the role model i guess for the younger guys and stuff when he's you know just got a what 56 million dollar contract extension and he's playing like that and getting into it with his teammates you know it leads to you know it's a bad look on the organization and on miller and yeah, like, especially the guys who gave him that contract. Yeah. Just so that for people who don't know, um, JT Miller is making 8 million a season per season starting next season until 2030. Yeah. Oh, so we're only paying him like, like five right now. So it's fine. He's allowed to suck. Uh, 5.25. Oh yeah. That's acceptable. Well, that's above the threshold. Yeah. Now this is unacceptable. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what's unacceptable. What's the that play of Brock Besser. He's on pace for zero goals. <laughs> the, way, the way that he's been shooting the puck and the way that he's been playing, it wouldn't surprise me if he does not score a goal ever again. Well, he did just go on to injured yeah. reserve. Yep. And it's, uh, I mean, while it hasn't really been reported, I'm very much speculating that he started the season with that injury yeah. and he was trying to play through it. Because yeah. it's also, it's an undisclosed injury it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out that it's his wrist again. Well, that shouldn't affect his skating ability and getting in the right spots. So, yeah, I, don't I don't know. Everybody on the team just seems real off, including Aside Demko. Yeah, Demko's had a very surprising yeah. start to yeah, the season. Yeah, like, I'm not blaming it on Demko, the reason that we, are, no. we haven't won a game, but at the same time, Demko was, like, our guy last year. Like, he stole us games. He was the MVP. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And he just, he seems a little off. I don't know what it is. Like, his rebound control, his vision. Like, something seems a little off there. Yeah, I think it's honestly comes back to the whole locker room thing. Like, guys aren't putting in 100%, and that trickles down. Like, it affects everybody. So, if your top guys and your your leaders on this team aren't all in, then you're it's going to trickle down throughout the whole organization and other players are just not going to care. And I, I agree, but the problem is, at least over the last few games, it really has looked like there has been more of an effort, maybe not the last few games, but definitely against Carolina. They yeah. looked like a better team. 
it's hard to blame the effort. It just more seems like something isn't clicking. But my, my bigger question now is who do you blame? Because they've had some roster turnover since last year. They got a new coach. They have a new management. What What's left to point the finger at? I, exactly. That's the problem. <laughs> who? Like, it, it has to be the players. It has to. I don't... Who else can you blame it on? I, I agree. I think it is the players. But is it so far out of the realm to use Boudreaux as an escape goat? I mean, he hasn't... He doesn't have an extension. Like, this is technically his last year. As a... Like, do you ever see the management being like, hey, like, we want to switch something up. Let's get rid of Boudreaux. Like, is that so far out of reality? I mean, I, I feel like they would do it, but only to save their yeah. own jobs. That's what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah, using him as like, oh, this is the reason why. Also, you called him an escape goat, right? Yeah. It, it's just scapegoat. No. It's not an escape goat. Yeah, it's the f- same well, thing. E- either way, <laughs> it's like... It's not the same thing. <laughs> e- like, either way, this management isn't the one that hired Boudreaux, so they can be like, well, this was not our decision, so we want to bring in somebody that we like. Because this is this is Benning's choice. Like this this wasn't our decision. A GM wants to choose their coach. Yeah. Was it Benning's choice or Aquilini's? No, um, okay, well. so I'm I have to agree with Access here, and not because of the reason you think, not because he's the you know the puppet master, which he still is. But the thing was, Aquilini fired Jim Benning, and then brought in Boudreaux. And Stan Smeal was the interim GM. And then after Boudreaux had already been here for, I think it was something like a week, then they brought in Rutherford and Patrick Albine. There's, there's Which one I, thing. Sorry, I just want to point yeah. out one more thing. Stan Smeal, in my opinion, best GM of all time because he went undefeated as Canucks GM. So <laughs> Stan Smeal, best GM of all time. Anyway, Tyler, whatever you were going to say. No, I just want to bring it back to this Carolina-Vancouver game because you were saying that the Canucks had a better game. Yeah. I didn't. I, I already know the stat you're going to bring up. I didn't up. actually watch the game, but the shots were 39-16, to 16, and I don't think you're going to win many games with 16 shots on goal. That is yeah. true. Very true. I, I mean, I think it was 2019. The New York Islanders went on like a 20 game stretch where they got outshot every game, but every game that they got outshot in those 20 games, they won. Yeah, but did they have under 20 shots in all those games? Probably not. <laughs> not a good game plan. Was there something you wanted to say, Access? I feel like I might have cut you off there. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, all good. Um, I was going to say that I only, I didn't watch the first period. It was 1 1. I was listening to it on the radio. I, the second was okay, I felt, in that game. But the start of the third, there was just nothing going, in my opinion. Nothing was happening. It was just a you know neutral zone and in Vancouver's end for the start of that third. Then we got the lucky Miller goal, and then it kind of woke them up, and it was too late, in my opinion. So it's not like it, it goes back again to playing that full 60 minutes, which they haven't been doing, and it's, you know, cost them seven games. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, that's I have to say they have not played one game where there has been a full sixty-minute effort yet, right? That was why the was it the first four games they blew multi-goal leads out of the seven yes. in a row yeah. that they've lost. Yeah, that's why is they they actually they showed glimpses, they showed what kind of team they could be, and for whatever reason they just couldn't hold it together for the third period. <clears throat> is is it possible that 
the beginning, the slow start they've had to this season is they're just running up against good teams. Is it just that they haven't played a team? Yes, the powerhouse Philadelphia Flyers really getting in and our Buffalo. way here. And, and the Minnesota Wild, <laughs> who <laughs> hadn't won a game. They were 0-5. <laughs> but sorry, continue with your point, Jake. Yeah, well, that's just it, as I was going to say. And it wasn't a point. It was a question. Is, hmm. is it possible that, you know, the teams they've lost to, we expected to be bad, but maybe they just aren't bad? No. Yeah. No, I think the only team that is defying expectations here is the Canucks because n- no one saw this coming. Well, I was, I was sorry. I was just going to piggyback off Jake. Let's say we were a f- like a 50-50 team right now or before that Carolina game or even like like we have more wins than losses and then that Carolina game happens again. Exact same scenario. Mm-hmm. Are we still calling it a bad game? Like technically the final score was 3 to Two? No, yeah. the I think the only complaint after that game, say, again, say the team was playing really well all yeah. season, I think the only complaint would be just the shots on net, just the actual yeah, okay. quantity yeah. of shots on net. Outside of that, maybe we get on Demko because there was, I forget if it was the first or second goal that Carolina scored, but one of them, he looked a little shaky on, like the rebound yeah. control was just not there. But outside of that, I don't think the fans are going to be too upset about no. it. No. Right? It's more that... No. This isn't a one-off game. This is an example now of yeah. just it's. It seems like their maximum capabilities are just so much lower than they're supposed to be. Mm, fair. Yeah, I just wanted to go back to the uh, the question about like, are the teams better than we thought they were? Mm-hmm. Like, I would say Philly and Buffalo at the times that we played them are playing better than they sh- you know should have been. Like Philly, they played a good game against against Vancouver, a full you know sixty. I think the first period. In that Philly game, it was 2 nothing us, of course, multi-goal lead. And f- the shots were like 13-6 to six Philly or something. I, I I didn't watch that period. But, you know, Philly and Buffalo were really, out of seven games, were the two that, you know, did better than they should. That's fair. And, I mean, Buffalo came in. They beat Edmonton by a couple goals. They beat Calgary by a couple goals. And then they mm-hmm. come into Vancouver and run them out. And then they go lose to the Kraken. Yeah, I was going to say that. And they, <laughs> lost. And and they the didn't just lose. They lost a big to Yeah, the they got smoked. And my, so did my bank account. Which, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> oh boy. Well, that, that actually reminds me of well, two things that I, I want to bring up here. One, the Canucks play the Seattle Kraken tomorrow, which is going to be the day before this episode gets released. So mm-hmm. that game we don't have coverage of. I, this episode should come out on Friday. And we play the Kraken the day before. So we haven't seen that game yet. That's happening tomorrow in our time. The other last thing I wanted to touch on, because I know we've talked a lot about the Carolina game. There's one more specific thing that I wanted to get Access's opinion on here. There have been a lot of trade rumors about one Ethan Bear. He's the Carolina defenseman. He's kind of their seventh defenseman right now, but he's right-handed and under the age of 26, which means he's something we've looked at. Or sorry, he means we're some, that's something we've, we are looking at. Everyone's looking at. Right, a lot of people are. However, what I find makes this interesting, to me anyway, the Canucks have been heavily rumored to be in on him. But also, the reason why Carolina's shopping Ethan Bear is largely because he's been pushed out of the lineup by a guy named Jalen Chatfield, <laughs> who used to play for us, and we let him walk. He was not good here. No, he, he not good. no. in all fairness, you're right. He, Neither he was wasn't. Jason Dickinson, but now he's a point <laughs> yeah. machine. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I still think shoot. that yeah. the, the Jalen Chatfield storyline is just the most Canucks thing ever. We get a oh, guy yeah. for free that we fail to develop properly, 
plays poorly in the NHL because he played on a weak team that he, he really, he shouldn't have been in the NHL yet. His confidence got shaken. We let him walk. And now after one season, one full season with a different NHL club, he is now pushing their NHL talent out of the lineup and we are going after that talent. So <laughs> that that's just, that's very upsetting. But anyway, I did want to get your opinion though on, do you think this is actually something the Canucks should pursue despite the almost insulting backstory that yeah. that has? Yeah. With uh, not thinking about that um, <laughs> and the, yeah, and that story, I would say, you know, he, he did well in Edmonton and was decent in Carolina He's more of a, he's good at what they've, you know, that I've seen that the Canucks have struggled with so far this season is getting the puck out of their own zone. Like more than usual, I'd say. He's pretty good at that. Um, he's not, I saw someone say, he, well, he's just like responding to one of my stories saying, uh, he's just another bottom, bottom pairing defenseman. We don't need that. Which is true. If they were to, you know, trade for him, that would be the ideal to put him in because he's shown that he can play well in sheltered minutes when he's pushed up the lineup and playing against, you know, better talent. He does not do well. If, if we did a Hughes bear or OEL bear, you know, he'd suck. But if he's on the bottom pair in a sheltered role, that's where I like him. And uh, he's an upgrade over, huh? Myers. Uh, <laughs> Burrows. So am I. Laws, uh, yeah, exactly. He's he's basically out of all of our depth defensemen, he's an upgrade and he'd probably be our fourth best defenseman. So what he's playing, you know, third pair, it's an upgrade on the third pair and it's a young guy who could turn into something. That's I in my opinion something that Vancouver needs. Yeah, no, I I totally agree. The the only question that begs now is what is the price that Carolina is asking? Because apparently that was the deal breaker before was they said they wanted Nils Hoaglander in return. Well, they traded Warren Fogle for him, who was like a third yeah. liner. So I would imagine they probably want something at least close to a third liner for him. Right. See, personally, <laughs> oh, oh, in he's, a he's heartbeat, a, yeah, he's a first liner. <laughs> Yeah, hey, first I meant to mention that they put Pearson on the fourth line. They finally did it. Yeah. They did. Yeah. And I honestly think Pearson's been one of our best forwards. This yeah. Year. He's not been bad. And that says a lot. Marcus just hates him. So you'll never I, see the upside, but Pearson's been one of our better forwards. I thought on the fourth line, he didn't bother me because he did. He, he made good passes and really he, as a fourth liner, that's all you really have to do. Yeah. But we but need people to pass to our goal scorers. We do. The problem is it doesn't seem to matter who passes to our goal scorers. They don't score goals. So <laughs> uh, I think I liked Pearson on the fourth line. I liked the way yeah. those lines were adjusted. The Marcus only likes him even better in the press box. I, hey, that's not what I said, but <laughs> I, the only thing I would have changed about our lineup in the last game was I believe Hoaglander was on the line with Pedersen and Kuzmenko. Or sorry, Pedersen okay. and, and Pods. Pods. I would have had um, Kuzmenko up on that line, and I would have put Hoaglander on the third line. Other than that, I think that's as good as our lineup can possibly look. No, that's fair. I, I want to bring it back to Ethan Bear real quick. Personally, I don't like trading for Bear. I know he's a right-handed, younger defenseman. But like you guys have said, we have so many people that we can just throw on that last pairing because, like, Ethan Bear doesn't stay forever. His ceiling's not that high. I would rather them put Shen on the right side on that third pairing and put Rathbone in the lineup. Than, Who goes with Hughes? 
uh, I would I would much rather see Hughes playing on the right side with OEL. I know they've done it in like in camp and stuff, but they haven't really thrown it together out here. But that must be because it doesn't work. Oh, right? it's it, clearly I think they did it in it, one preseason game, and it, it didn't look too good. You know, it'll it'll work. Trust me. Hughes, <laughs> yeah. Hughes has the skill to play that right side. You you have to put Hughes up the lineup, and you have to bring Rathbone in because Rathbone hasn't looked bad. He makes obviously little mistakes, but those are going to get fixed with repetitions. I do agree. Rathbone has looked quite good, yeah. just in, in terms of what he is. Lineup, really. yeah. yeah, and then you put Myers on the second pair, and in the what, AHL. What, yeah, I wish, <laughs> but and then when Dermot comes back, you throw Dermot in there. You kind of rotate that second. That your fourth defenseman, you just keep kind of rotating that guy, and yeah. give your young guys a shot. Like Rathbo needs a shot. If we ever want to trade him, play, if, yeah. if if he has to play, we're not going to get anything if he doesn't play. Or we play him, and who knows? Maybe he just turns out to be one of our best defensemen, and then he moves up the lineup. Like you never know. I, I agree. He's at the point in his development where it's no longer rushing him if we put him in. He's he's ready to yeah. go. He should be in the NHL. I wish that these conversations had more impact, but on a team that's zero and seven, it just doesn't feel the same. I know. You know, talking about the bottom pairings, it just yeah. the, it, the, it feels like you're you're distracting yourself from the point. I'm trying to. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, no. the The point is, and this makes me very sad to say, but this is the product that we have been waiting for for the last what do you want to call it four or five years? I'd say decade. Well, I, I'm saying since we started seeing this core actually get assembled, right? Once Besser, right? Yeah. Once Besser and Pedersen were in the league, and then Hughes came in, and then Demko emerged out of the AHL and looked really good. I'm talking about since that, so I, I want to call it like four to five years. This yeah. is the peak of what we've been waiting retired. for. Yeah, it, that's a really good way to put it. Since the Sedins retired. Yeah. This was the product they sold us. This is what they said they wanted us to wait for and be patient for. And here it is. And I, I know we're only seven games in, but it sucks. It's been a pretty damn, yeah, bad seven games. Yeah. Like, it, it's one thing to say, oh, oh, you're panicking. It's seven games in, whatever. You're not a 500 team. We are a zero team right now. We, well, I guess I know the over the two overtime points that we have technically count for something. But this is just about historically bad. And again, this is supposed to be for 23 points. Oh, hell yeah. Bedard. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? I, I hate to say it, but I think it is time to open that can of worms. What is yep. the reality that this team actually commits to a tank? We're going to tank and we're not going to get the first overall pick. Oh we're yeah. Gonna we're get, gonna like the fifth four. overall. No, anyone, yeah. okay, anyone in the top four is an absolute stud. Yeah. We're going to get the yeah. fifth. Well, <laughs> only you levy. Hey, hey, don't say that name. Oh man, but but really though. So here's the thing: Bedard is not only a Vancouver product; he is an open and biased Canucks fan, and he's admitted yeah. it many times. If the Canucks do land a top four pick, how much do you think? Say we get the fourth. Let's just let's be specific here. We get the fourth overall pick. What do you think we have to trade along with that pick to move up three spots? And, you know, as unrealistic as that sounds, like to be like that, I feel like that's something that could. Oh, no, know, I'm there. I'm delusional. Yeah, I'll take that's it. That's a situation that you, you know, honestly, a guy who's, a, it's not like he's always oh, from Vancouver and he's a, 
you know, a Flames fan or didn't really, you know, or a Leafs fan or, um, you know what I mean? Like, a, God, can you imagine? He, he's a clear biased, you know, Canucks fan liking every Canucks post. And yep. yeah, yeah. Th- um, this isn't like McDavid being from just being from Ontario. This is yeah. a very different yeah. thing. This would be like McDavid retweeting Leafs content into his late teens, mm-hmm. right? This is, this is a different situation, but Dard loves the Canucks. Yeah, he said the Canucks are going to win the Stanley cup this year, but boy, was he wrong. <laughs> <laughs> But but seriously, well, they might win something else. He he is someone who would be more valuable to this organization than arguably any other franchise in the league. So yeah. I'm saying, say let's say Arizona does wind up with that thirty or the first overall pick, right? They don't. They don't like. There's no value that we have to offer without giving up our whole team to get the first overall pick. So we offer the the fourth overall pick. Yeah. I think you'd have to give up Pedersen. Easily. 100%. Pedersen yeah. and Hughes. I was thinking more Pedersen you... and Demko. Oh, yeah. I don't think they would take Demko, actually. They don't have a goalie. Yeah. I, th- I think they would. Uh, you're right. They don't have a goalie. But, again, <laughs> who knows? De- Chikrin might stay if you give them Pedersen and Demko. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think that Arizona is a team that is mostly going to want other draft picks and prospects. Yes, we'll Where's throw in. Levi right now? Uh, Buffalo. He's, He's in, in Buffalo. Buffalo? Yeah. My, my point is, wait. I wonder if Buffalo would trade Devin Levi for Chickering and then some other stuff. What, how is, n- never mind. The, <laughs> where did that come from? Yeah, like a first, a yeah. first Devin Levi and like, they don't like need a, they don't guy need a, a prospect, J.J. Paterka. No, Jack Quinn. That's yeah. such an overpayment. Though. Where is this coming from? Why? <laughs> How did this come up? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Right, back to the... Right. I, we yeah. have to overpay so much that I just don't think it's worth it. The the Here's my thing, though. I think yeah. if we're in that position where we have a pick that high, I think uh, Mr. Aquilini would make... I, I know he's not the GM, the but let's face it. Everyone knows he is basically the GM. Yeah. I think he would do it just for the marketing. Look at what look at what the Oilers get out of McDavid, right? He's more than just a player. He is almost like a franchise on his own that you can market to people. People who aren't Oilers fans have McDavid. Tyler has a McDavid jersey. You think this yes, guy would sir. own an Oilers well, jersey if it weren't for him? Well, let's just say, like, if we let's say we do that, we give up Pedersen and off. Hughes. <laughs> Pedersen, Hughes, and the fourth and overall the fourth, pick for the first overall. We're going through rebuilds. Is it right now? Yeah. We are going through I wouldn't I honestly oh, oh, are we going to retool? Yeah. On yeah. the fly? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I would. Because Bedard is not a player that you're gonna have to wait four or five years for for him to be no, effective. But, yeah, what do we have yeah, yeah. to give to retool? We don't have any defensemen if I we mean. get rid of tool <laughs> if we get rid of freaking Hughes. Yeah, I don't think we, we have OEL and Myers and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> we're going straight back to the bottom. Nobody's gonna take Miller, so we're trading no, maybe like Bedard could play like, the right what, side. Top four? Oh yeah, put Bedard on D. <laughs> yeah, a little Mitch Marner action. Yeah, I like. We it. may as well trade for Mitch Marner yeah. and put him on defense for crying out loud. Well, no, we already gave up all of our assets for Bedard. We have nothing left. Yeah, we we are just Bedard and a, a skeleton and pile of dust that was once OEL. Sign Matthews and in the offseason. It's better than the team right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's still an improvement. You'd literally yeah, just become the Arizona Coyotes. <laughs> Yeah, that's with Connor Bedard yeah. and a less cool arena. Yeah. Uh, a less cool arena name. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, but I, I think there is a way that you can do this and still build around him. 
I think there is. Because put it this way, if this is the core you have and they're bad enough that they're only going to get you the fourth overall or they're they're going to tank anyway, and this is your core, this is the peak of your core, That's a problem. you might as well rebuild. Because yeah. what else do you have? Clearly, this isn't working. Build around Bedard then. Uh, blow it up. Explode it. Not just bl- like eviscerate it and build around what is going to be a, I'm not going to say the best player of this generation, but I think he's pretty well a lock for minimum top five. I I agree, but I think we would sell the team or our team would tank or like, just like the fans will not go through another rebuild. I I think you're so wrong. If Connor Bedard's name is attached to it, you're so wrong. You think so? I would. Uh, rather, I wouldn't be leaving. I don't know. I would rather give up the first this year, a first next year, freaking Bo Horvat and Leckermecki and freaking everything else than to give up <laughs> Hughes and Pedersen. Yeah. yeah, you can't give up both of them. Right. the The problem is, I guess here's the problem. I think we're focusing too much on Arizona as if they already have the pick. They don't. This could end up being quite a few teams, even if Arizona. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my God! Don't say that. (laughs) I I might stop watching hockey if Edmonton got Connor Bedard. I I would lose it. But I think Skinner might take the crease from Campbell this year. Your intrusive so thoughts. Funny. You gotta put. You gotta put those in a cage, buddy. <laughs> there's there's a lot of weird stuff coming out here. It's all about goalies, too. <laughs> it is. I don't know. I've just been sitting over here thinking about goalies a lot. Because like Arizona doesn't have a goalie. You're right. Like, who's a who's a goalie they could have? Dude, Dude they, they got, got Connor Ingram. <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> good but for they them. they don't want a goalie that's ready right now. No. Though they want to. Go- Put it this way, Arizona not only doesn't have anything to play with now, they barely have a prospect pool. They could have Askarov. They cannot have Askarov. Oh, I could see it. I could (laughs) see him going. I could see Askarov going for, like, Clayton Keller. Actually, that'd be a good trade for Nashville. I'd take that. (laughs) Let's not talk about Nashville. This isn't Nashville news. No, you're right. Sadly, you're right. All right, Access, if you're trading one big name piece on the Canucks right now to try and change things up. JT Miller. Who are you trading? That isn't isn't Bo Horvat. JT Miller has a no trade clause. You can't trade him. Bo Horvat's the easy answer here, so not Bo Horvat. So so not Bo Horvat. Um, And you can't trade Miller because he has a no trade clause. Yeah. Um, Well, probably Brock Besser. Good answer. Guy's getting zero goals this year. Yeah, I honestly, Besser is someone Realistically, who... Realistically, it's Garland. Yeah, he's probably, it's crazy as it right is to say, he, he's one of our most valuable assets right now. Yeah. Why not both? Would it be crazy to trade Hughes? Yes. 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 That, that's lit- he, okay. Hold on, hold on. I would, I would trade Hughes? any forward on our team what about before Hughes I traded Hughes. for two solid top four two-way defensemen, not okay. offensive. What team okay. is giving yeah, us team? back two top four defensemen in exchange for Quinn Hughes? Rack- the Rangers. Uh, I was gonna say, what yeah, about what Rangers. about what about Devontae's and no? Oh my and, god! And no. Bowen Byram for Kale a first and Hughes. and Hughes, or or Hughes and like a second. Well, I was gonna say a first for Colorado no, no, is basically a second. No, no, a Canucks are giving up a second and Hughes for uh, Bowen Byram and Devontae's. That's an overpayment. Two BC boys, aren't they? What's that? Two BC boys. Yeah. Is Devontae from BC? Yeah, he is. Yep. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. And he's a d- better defensive defenseman than any player on our team yeah. by a landslide. Yep. I miss Chris Tanev. 
Anyway. I, well, sorry. <laughs> I, I, I fell back like four years there. Is there any <laughs> more Canucks news that we can kind of touch on? Uh, uh, there's lots of... I have lots of opinions I could touch on, but I oh, feel boy. like there are also a lot of opinions that would get our podcast shut down. I got, <laughs> so. I got a question yeah. for Access. All right. Yeah. So there's been a lot of dark spots on the team. What's been a bright spot, you think? The sun. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe not obvious to some people, but Elias Pettersson's been their best player by far. Yeah. And it's not even close. Like, he's been... Every shift, all shift, he's giving, you know, his effort and actually looks, you know, I find it funny. The one year that Pedersen shows up on time, the whole team doesn't show up. (laughs) That's actually a really good point. I didn't think about that. Yeah, Yeah. he's been, yeah, definitely our best player. And it seems like he's back into form, like, doesn't seem like he's injured at all. Like, he is confident. Yeah, he's coming back to that rookie season where everybody was talking about him. It would just be nice if the other players on the team were on the same mindset as him. Well, well, think about it. it it's a lot of our uh, guys when they came in as rookies, right? Besser, his first season yeah. was scoring on pace with guys like Austin Matthews, right? We thought that they were going to have maybe not the exact same ceiling, but we thought he was going to be up there, right? Same with Pedersen. Uh, Hughes, even in his first season, was good defensively in his first season. Exactly. And I yeah. mean, you could argue too that had a little Chris. bit to do with playing with Tanev, but yeah. there's there's just a lot of guys that have seemed to have incredible starts with this franchise. And then, whether it be through injuries or confidence issues or whatever you want to call it, things just don't seem to pan out. Even look at guys who just seem to fail to develop here. Like, Adam Gaudet comes to mind, right? Guys who looked so promising. And as soon as they crack the lineup, they, they come in really strong and then it just, it fades. Well, Gaudet's in the minors, so we don't have to worry about that. No, no, he is. But that's what I'm saying is how much of that could have maybe had to do with his development in Vancouver. So we got to trade Kuzmenko ASAP. No, he's going to score 40. And then he's going to turn into I, a... Right now, uh, hasn't he scored goal. two? Yeah, but that's... I think he has two points, doesn't he? Yeah, he's, he's got he scored in the first goals. game against Edmonton. Oh, no, he, he yeah. might only have one goal. Yeah, I think that that's the only Don't goal worry. I can remember he's him gonna scoring. He's going to pick it up. Don't worry. All I, right. I pray you're right. Okay, so we got uh, we got a bunch of questions here from our listeners for you. Oh, right, so, the yeah. early edition of the Inbox. Yeah, so we're going we're gonna to rip through a couple of these real quick. Do you think Spencer Martin should get more time in net, or do you think they should keep going with Demko? Um. Well, with the way Demko's been playing now, I think it wouldn't... It's not like, again, it's not Demko's fault, mainly these games, but the way that he's been playing, he's not been... I think he's had two of these six games above 900, save percentage. Okay. And, yeah. I mean, the obvious thing is they have a back-to-back starting tomorrow for the Seattle and then Pittsburgh. I think you play Martin in Seattle the first game and Demko the second game in Pittsburgh where the team's maybe more tired, so you don't put that much on Martin. Yeah, and, and then, then we, we hang three Demko game to drive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, like usual. Yeah. And then three-game three, t- three game homestand, which in my opinion, the homestand is Bruce's last chance with the team. And it's a, it's a four-game homestand. 
you got Seattle, Pittsburgh, Seattle on the road, and then Pittsburgh, New Jersey, Anaheim, Nashville. Sorry, I know that's kind of off topic, but no, it's all good. Uh, yeah, it's hey man, if you want to bring up games. Nashville, I ain't got no problem with that. Okay, that's enough Nashville. <laughs> that might be the Canucks' first win. <laughs> I'll like. Oh, <laughs> I, hang on, honestly, hang on, hang on. I almost kind of hope hang it on. is now. Hang on, I'll so, take the other losses. That, that reminds me. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> that reminds me. This was the question I wanted to ask you guys, okay? Legitimately, looking at their schedule, who is the first team the Canucks beat this year? I, I hate that I'm choosing this one because the episode comes out after it, so I'm going to seem like a real idiot if I'm oh, wrong. No. Yeah. I, I have to think it's Seattle, right? They are yeah, the weakest to, team. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about that. They Well, New Jersey, Anaheim. They, have, Anaheim. A, they have a yeah. bunch of players who... He'll be at both of those. Who play hard? Did he say he'll be at both of those? Wait, yeah, flying down. Uh, yeah. Wait. So Whoa. you're gonna wait. So which two games are you gonna be at? New Jersey and Anaheim. Oh no, kidding! Come through, oh, man, dude. I I, I I planned this before the season started. So. Oh, so you didn't yeah, even know about the BXA thing yet either? No, no, I didn't. Yeah. Man, what a lucky time you ended up being oh, here. Yeah, that'll be good. Yeah. And uh, honestly, man, if if you're around, uh, let me know because I'll be at that Anaheim game too. I've got yeah. the tickets. So. And if you're not doing anything the Wednesday that you're <laughs> here, <laughs> okay. come to the studio. <laughs> yeah. All right. Record in person. Oh. Anyway. Okay. Um, another question we got here. Will Besser stay a Canuck or will we trade that bag of bones? Oh, yeah! People are ruthless on here. I I gotta say, I you know you can get on a player all you want, but I I do have a bit of a soft spot for Besser. Yeah, yeah. He's he's a guy that you can tell everyone in the locker room just loves this guy, right? And you you can get on him for the way he's playing, and that's whatever. Uh, he he's someone I I can't really insult though. I I absolutely love that guy. He's unlucky as shit. Like you gotta feel bad for him again. Like seeing him on IR again after he said in the preseason, this is the year I'm scoring 30, and he has zero and seven. Yeah, and and also the team what around him, this is yeah. the start they get to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I... So to answer the question, uh, honestly, they just signed him, and management does like him. I don't think they will trade him, but if there is a guy to be... I'm not, I can't, I'm not really giving an exact answer here. No, that's fair. But... I would say, like, realistically, I don't think he does get traded. But at the same time, it, it would make sense to, you know, move on from him with the, with the injuries and, you know, yeah. the clear need for defensemen that can defend yeah, yeah. and play hockey. Speaking strictly hockey-wise, I would agree. But I, I have to yeah. say, in my opinion, for Besser, I think the best thing, the best outcome for everyone at this point from what I've seen I think would be that we trade him to Minnesota because yeah. I yeah. think Minnesota, not only would they overpay for him a little bit just because they've, they've been after him since he broke into the NHL. They've Besser and a first him. for Kaprizov. Since the Zucker rumor. <laughs> okay, get that, more Russians. That's enough. But my, <laughs> yeah, more Russians. My point is I think Besser would even like it because as much as I believe he does like it here, you, you know yeah. how important family is to that guy. So I, I'd, I'd oh, be yeah. happy for him there. And I'd be honest, if he did get traded to Minnesota, they'd Don't probably be for Dumba. They, yeah, I probably yeah. would be for Dumba. But and have you seen that picture yeah. of Which him one? laying in his bed with that comforter on and the and the Minnesota Wild logo on it? I haven't, have but seen, I'm not I'm not surprised it's yeah, out there. He's, he's kind of asleep, and there's that comforter that's tucking him in. Yeah, no, yeah. It, it it seems like a natural fit, and honestly, I'd root for him like hell. 
That yeah, oh yeah, 100%. would be I, so toxic if we traded Besser. I want Kaprizov. So? Oh yeah, you think he's like the last thread holding everything <laughs> well, I together? Think that, like he's just like, like you said, everybody just likes him, and then once he's gone, it's just yeah, everyone's gonna hate each other. Fight, yeah, if they don't already, yeah, yeah. Now, there's always but, been a rumor about that locker room being split in half. Kind of wonder if he's really on either side or if he just stays in I the feel middle. Like he's in the middle. Watch yeah. him actually be yeah. the problem. Yeah. <laughs> that, everyone's like, oh, Besser's great. Yeah. He's not. He's secretly yeah. the cancer. Yeah. I, as, I would never believe that, but that would be hilarious. No. He's just yeah. just subtly, rumors. he's the pettiest guy. He's yeah. the one leaking information yeah. to the press yeah. and stuff. It's like, oh, yeah, Miller and yeah. Besser, or Miller and Horvat hate each other. He's the anonymous source that Friedman gets called on his phone. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that's we, we pretty much went over all these other questions. So that's that's pretty much all we got. Um, is there anything else that you want to touch on there, Axis? Uh, no. Yeah, I, I think we pretty much covered it. Yeah, I was going to say. I, sorry, I, I just have one last question of my own I, I want to really quickly ask you. Yeah. You're obviously a younger guy. You're around our age. How difficult is it to run the account Canucks access because man, you are so quick on all of the news. Our Canucks segment at the beginning of every week completely relies on your account. Like, I don't know what we're going to do if you stop posting, but just, I I really wanted to ask that, like how hard is that to keep up with and balancing it with whether it be work or school or personal life? Yeah. Um, Well, to be honest, when the team is doing well, it's the easiest thing ever. Like it's just because I have I have obviously have Twitter follow everyone you right. know uh, have my phone beside me all the time um, and basically yeah it's it gets obviously to run this type of account what since I think twenty twenty maybe two 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 years coming up on three years mm-hmm. um, you know you have to like the team. You know, I've been called out a couple of times in DMs from saying I'm a, you know, a fake fan or uh, something like that, that you, you know, you have to like the team to put that much effort into the, you know, the account. And when it's, I think I've said this on my story, when they're playing like they are right now, it's a little difficult, but you know, I, I enjoy it and I don't, I don't see myself stopping anytime soon. No, fair enough. That's that's kind of the same. I feel like for Marcus with his TikTok account, if he yeah. if he didn't like the team, it would be so much harder for him to pump out content all the time and stay on top of things. Yeah, I th- I think I'm I'm both lucky and lucky because I do video stuff. So you know when Access gets mad at the team, it's most it's just words on a screen, right? People yeah. can interpret yeah. it however they want. When I'm mad at this team, I think people can still see that it comes from a place of caring about them yeah you know it's yeah. not just me saying oh this team sucks it's me like through tears trying to say this team sucks you know <laughs> marcus <laughs> is crying all the time <laughs> yeah always crying for sure he's but, an emotional guy yeah, yeah. no but uh, access i do got to say you run the best canucks news account on instagram so for anyone who is listening who doesn't follow him already get over there and do it it's it's the best compilation of canucks news you will find on the internet going for 5k Oh, there we go. Oh, we'd love to help get you there. How, how, what do you have right now? Uh, just hit 4,300. 43? Oh, wow. I, think, I think we have yeah. 500 followers. We'll, we'll just about get you there. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Marcus, pump it out on your TikTok. Let's go. Uh, oh, I will. I will. Once this episode comes out, I'm going to yeah. promote the hell out of it. There we go. Well, man, we really appreciate you coming on, like always. Yeah, yeah of course. 
Yeah, it's been a lot of fun, and uh, we'll definitely have you on pretty soon again. Yeah, 100%, man. Thanks so much for coming on. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Thanks, Paul. Okay, thanks, guys. Uh, have a good night, man. Yeah, see ya. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Were you just waiting for him to hang up to do that? No, I was like, oh, this would be a gentle burp. No, nearly threw up. Yeah, <laughs> looked like it. Anyways. Mike almost needed to get replaced. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, that was uh, that was a fun interview, but yeah, no uh, I think it's about time we take a break. It was a, a long first half, and... Ooh, yeah. uh, we got a bunch of hockey news and uh, the goof of the week coming up right after another word from our fake sponsor and our real sponsor. This week's episode of the Vancouver Boys podcast is brought to you by Beaver Buzz Energy. Thank you so much, Beaver Buzz, for supporting the boys. We are all Beaver Buzzing in Vancouver Boys Studios. And this week's episode of the Vancouver Boys podcast is not brought to you by Honda. Much like the Canucks, Hondas get off to extremely slow starts and don't get any faster with modifications. Honda, we're sorry you couldn't afford a Toyota. We'll be right back. Sex, drugs, and rock and roll. You're listening to the Vancouver Boys Podcast. That's her name. Don't wear it out. Who's ready to get horny? <laughs> Who's already there? Ludeming. Let's ride. Bombs away. Welcome back from break, everybody. We're, uh, we're changing things up a little bit this week, and we're jumping straight in to the goof of the week. Jake, why don't you take it away? What a goof. That's right. Welcome to my segment. This is the biggest goof of the week. This is the part of the show where I go and I find a story that involves a player, coach, team, organization, whatever, 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 what have you. I bring it up with the guys and we have a chat about it. And this week, the biggest goof of the week, no surprise here, is Tristan Jari. What the hell was he doing? The Pittsburgh Penguins played against the Edmonton Oilers this week, and as he was headed to the bench, this guy straight up slide tackled Leon Dreisaitl in the middle of the ice. That being said, he didn't get called for a penalty, so maybe the biggest goof is the refs in that game. But still, what a goofy play. I mean, hey, you got a guy like Leon Dreisaitl who's a point machine. You got to take him out, all right? Yeah, you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> Tristan Jari's taking one for the team and going for the throat. It, it was one of the more bizarre plays I've seen. because It was like he was skating to the bench, and it kind of looked like they, at first, like they just coincidentally bumped into each other. And, you know, when players bump into each other, there's sometimes a little bit of a push or a shove or something yeah. after. That's very normal. And then you see him cling on to dry sidle, and you're like, okay, what exactly is going on here? <laughs> then you see Jari sticks his leg out to almost kind of trip from behind or slew foot dry sidle. And then he just WWE slams him to the ice. But I guess because they both fell and the ref probably wasn't watching them because this was nowhere near the puck, by the way, <laughs> I guess it, it just kind of went undetected and they thought, Oh, oh they bumped into each other. Oh no. And be, maybe because he's a goalie too, he got a little bit of the benefit of the doubt. They should have called goalie interference. That would have <laughs> that would have been a goof of the week if somehow Drysaitel got a penalty out of that for goalie interference. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I remember there was this glitch in like NHL twelve or fifteen or something. I think I know. Yeah, this and glitch. if you yeah. become the goalie and you run any player anywhere on the ice, it was goalie interference. Yep, <laughs> reminds me of that. I remember Jake and I were playing in a game, and freaking every time I'd be coming up the wing, 
and Jake would just run one of my guys, <laughs> and I would get a penalty. I'd be like, what the hell, man? Isn't, isn't there a glitch, too, where you used to come out of the net or do something with the goalie? And then you'd go like 300 kilometers an hour into oh, the yeah. end boards on the yeah. other side. <laughs> yeah. And it just looked like bowling pins. All the players would just shoot all over the ice. <laughs> <laughs> your, your goalie's halfway in the Zamboni door just tweaking like, out. Yeah. <laughs> Have a seizure in the wall. Yeah. I feel like I've definitely seen a few of those before. Oh, absolutely. No, that's a, that's a pretty good goof because uh, that, 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 that was a pretty funny play. Yeah. You know, I was definitely dying. <laughs> You know how every year in NHL they add like a random move? Like this year they added the Zegras. That's going like to be it? Fl- yeah, add the Jari. <laughs> the goalie can go out and slide tackle players. <laughs> and there's no penalty. You can just do it whenever you want. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> slide tackling in the NHL. No, yeah, yeah, no, he didn't get play. a penalty. I thought he got a penalty. No, he got a penalty. Play. Yeah, no, slide, that, slide tackling if, in the If NHL. they put it in Chell, that should be part of the play. Is the, if yeah. Specifically, if it's Jari on Dreisaitl, it's no penalty. Everyone else it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, anyway, there you go. The biggest goof of the week. Tristan Jari for pulling out the slide tackle in the NHL. What a beauty. Love to see it. All right. Last week, we kind of touched a little bit on the uh, reverse retros that got leaked. But now the NHL has dropped all of them. Mm-hmm. So there is a ton of pretty cool jerseys and a ton of quite ugly ones. Yeah. So uh, we're just going to kind of throw out a few here. and We're going to talk about a couple that we like, that we don't like, and and whatnot. So uh, are there any that stick out to you guys? Okay. We'll, I don't think we we'll ne- let him start. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Alex. Why do I always start? Because that's, that's the order. It goes you, then me, yeah. then Marcus well, and Todd. We don't have to go in order this time, but we're going to start with Alex. Well, I think my favorite, or at least up there, would have to be the two jerseys coming out of Florida. Uh, mm-hmm. Tampa and the Florida Panthers really killed it. They went out of the box. Uh, Tampa has a whole ecosystem on their jersey. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, remember those little rain diagrams yeah. you'd have to draw yeah. where the cloud and the rain goes down the river into the ocean, evaporates, yeah. and it's the cycle? Yeah, yeah well, this looks like part of that. A yeah, whole science project on the jersey. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, the Florida Panthers, I love I love the blue. Uh, nice little powder blue. And, I mean, they just went for something different. And you can't knock a team for trying something new. Uh, unlike the Detroit Red Wings and Chicago, but yeah. I'll leave that for later. I want them to play each other wearing those jerseys. Oh my God. Chicago versus Detroit wearing what is basically the same jersey, yeah. except yeah. one says Chicago and one says Detroit. Yeah. Those are horrendous looking jerseys. I hate those. It's funny. I didn't think that Detroit could actually get worse from the practice jersey in I 2020, know. but they did it. Yeah, it's a, it's a tough look. It definitely looks like a sweater you would buy at the store for like a Christmas party or some shit. <laughs> I feel like it, it could look better maybe if they did it like a white jersey with red stripes instead of a red jersey with black stripes. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just uh, they're, they're they're just terrible. I and mean, the Chicago ones no better. The Red Wings have one of the coolest logos in the NHL. I know. And they put the word Detroit across the middle with a bunch of lines. I would love to see Red Wings diagonally, like what the uh, Rangers did. Uh, really? Yeah. I think that would be super cool. And just something like, it's not too out of the box because we know Detroit doesn't like to go too out of there. But I think it would be a nice little switch up. And I just love the the uh, diagonal jerseys. Okay. See, okay. That's I, exactly what the Canes did. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, like I really those. like your pick with Florida. I think they went all out there and, and 
tried something cool and it looks really wicked. Tampa, on the other hand, the arms on the Tampa jersey really get me because they're like yellow and they have like, I don't know, is it flames going up the side. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like they just tried a little too much and did a little <laughs> too much to the to the arms there. Which one did you like then? I don't really want to say this, but I kind of like the wild jerseys. Oh, they they kind of did the, just just because I like the yellow and green, but yeah. I, I really liked the uh, Arizona Coyotes. Yeah, with the those orange. are really nice. I don't like those. I don't get why. I, th- I here's the thing. I think Arizona is one of the teams that set the bar pretty high last year because they had a very style, a uh, similar style to this, where they have like a zoomed in Kachina Coyote head, and then this desert landscape around the bottom, which is already just so ridiculous, but. Last year, it had this purple base that really contrasted it really well. This year, with them using like an orange base, I don't like it. It's it just makes the whole thing feel too like brown and orange to me. And I just I don't know. I, I I'm not a big fan of brown on orange. That's weird because when we came in today, we had the uh, Anaheim game on, and you were just saying how much you liked the the new Anaheim. Yeah, jerseys. there's no brown in that jersey. Yeah, it's an arm slope. Okay, I'm I'm glad you brought up Anaheim because one of my favorites in here is the Anaheim Ducks. They threw it back to their old Mighty Ducks days, but used their current colors on a, a white or what you'd call an away jersey. Yeah. I think that if I was in charge of the Anaheim Ducks, this would be their permanent away jersey, and their orange alternates that they wear at home with the Mighty Ducks logo would just be their home jerseys. Everyone knows they're not allowed to throw it back to the original colors with the old logo because Disney owns the right to that. I guess through whatever agreement they have they can use different colors so if they're allowed to do this i would i think every most fans would like this better than what they wear now there's a few jerseys i wanted to bring you guys's attention to that i some i think are good and some i think are bad the first one is the san jose sharks doing the california golden seals yeah i think it looks wicked because it's like Sharks looks like seals, like with the S at the beginning. Oh, yeah. Love so it. I, you know what I mean? So I just think that's it's so smart. awesome. It's yeah. great, right? I, and it's, you know, similar colors. I, I, I love it. It's I think simple it's and it works. Yeah. And they didn't do too much. They didn't do too little. It just, it looks great. It's aesthetically pleasing. And I would buy one of these. I think the only problem yeah, is their, their team loses a bit of their identity in it, though. Who cares? I, I just totally disagree. This really? team has no identity. Yeah, they no, suck. I think, <laughs> I think okay. it's like when, when the Canucks wore the Vancouver Millionaires jerseys. That's right? fair. That's it's, a good right? point. It, it, it doesn't lose the identity at all, right? It's the same franchise. Well, well, it, it's specifically not yeah. in both cases. Yeah, But, but I, it, I see what you mean. I see what you mean. Right? Millionaires um, have a cup. <laughs> the the next one, there's there's a few I really want to talk about, so I'm going to kind of run yeah, through yeah. them pretty quick. No, 100%. The next one is a lot of people thought this team had the best reverse retro in 2020, and I think they have the worst one in 2022, and that's the Colorado Avalanche doing the Colorado Rockies jersey, but not using the Rockies logo, using just the C. I'm not a huge fan of that jersey. I think it's a little bit too boring, and they could have done a lot more with it. I don't think it's the worst jersey. I, it's definitely not the top one, but I think it's like it's all right. Yeah, I, I kind of have to agree with Alex on that. That for me, that one's very mid. Like, it, there's nothing special about it. Nothing draws me to it. And also, it's it's not ugly though. Like to me, the worst, the runaway worst here are Detroit and Chicago. They they are by far the worst. Yeah, to me, they're just kind of basic I, and boring. They didn't try anything. Whereas the thing with the Colorado jersey is, for me, they tried something, but it didn't work. They, I, they didn't I commit have to, to it. I have to agree with Jake here. I I do not like it. 
Those those Colorado jerseys are just they're not doing anything for me. And if you didn't tell me what team that was, I wouldn't even be able to tell you. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. The the only one that I want to touch on because I feel like it falls in a category of its own is Washington because I thought that they had the best reverse retro last year. It was my favorite bar none. This year, they stuck with the Screaming Eagle, but they put the original colors back on it. And to me, as cool as that is, and as much as I, I'm going to love seeing it on the ice, it's not really a reverse retro. Yeah, to me, it, it just looks like their old jersey. Yeah, it's, it's, just a retro. it's just a retro jersey. So for me, I, I have trouble pinning where this one should go on my chart because on one hand, I love how it looks and I'm glad they're using it, but they cut, they missed the assignment a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like they only did part of it. I would have loved to see them use a white version of what they did last year, the Screaming Eagle with the red colors that they wear now. I thought that jersey was amazing, and I think it would look just as good in white. Okay, I'm going to throw a few more at you guys. Yep. Speed round. Tell me you like it, you love it, you hate it, you don't really like it. Okay. Okay? The Boston Bruins with the kind of the alter, like more realistic bre- uh, bear head on it. I like it. I love it. Yeah, I'm, I'm for it. Yeah, I love it too. Um, the Buffalo Sabres all-white goat head jersey. Love it. I don't like it that much. Yeah, not my favorite. I would put this just under mid. Like, it's not bad. I just don't like that logo with the blue and gold colors, personally. I, I love the color scheme. I, I feel like they went for something different. I, w- I would have loved to see it as a blue jersey, not yeah, a white I was gonna jersey. Say, yeah, I think the white jersey really takes away from it because the logo is also white. Exactly. exactly it yeah. blends in. I like it, but I feel like with small changes, I could have loved it. Yes. Which is exactly how I also feel about the Nashville jersey. I hate that. I love the old logo. (laughs) I I love the old logo, but I hate that they uh, they didn't do more with the color scheme and that the relatively the entire jersey is just their current color yellow. When it when it first came out and we only had those three jerseys, it was like okay, it's not that bad. But now looking at all the rest of the uh, reverse retros, it it's it's missing something. It's it. I don't want to say it's boring, but like it doesn't feel like they did anything special. And I know like there's the small details and everything, but I, I don't know. I think that they could have done more. Yeah, the, I, the jersey should have been all black. That would be that cool. could have been interesting. Yeah. Throwing it back to those was, was like, it the it was what their alter- twenty it was their twenty ten alternates. Yeah, that but were black. They had the checkerboarding on it too, which would have been kind of cool. Yeah. Or if they use more of the checkerboarding, who knows? Mm-hmm. Anyway, I have three more I want to yep. ask you guys about. Yeah. Okay, obviously I asked you about Nashville. I have to ask you about St. Louis. Love it. I I'm sorry, Tyler. I don't like, care. I want to love, love it. it. I I don't. To me, I I don't understand where this comes from. It's too much Wait, yellow and too much. Did you say you don't know where it comes from? Yeah. like You don't know the history of the logo? No. Oh, okay. Well, maybe that might change the reason for you then. Did they wear these in the NHL ever? No. These were these jerseys were never worn in the NHL. What they are is when the team was announced. So mm-hmm. when the, the people that owned the team and bought the team and established the team came out to announce that they were bringing a hockey team to St. Louis, yeah. they wore these jerseys. Or, or similar okay. to these. Okay. They wore jerseys wearing these logos. That, that is cool. And I'll, I'll admit that gives me more appreciation for it. I still don't like the yellow base. Yeah. Because for, to me, when I think of St. Louis, like, yes, I know they have had, they have a little bit of yellow. Mm-hmm. It's not a primary color that comes to mind. So I just, I don't know. To me, I, I don't, I get it, but I don't love it. Yeah, for me, I love the logo. I love the St. Louis blues with the blue note kind of like slanted and up like that. It's just the rest of the jersey. It's just a mess. I would have liked to see blue it blue and white lines and the yellows. If, if instead of a yellow jersey, it was a red jersey with no. that writing in blue, I think that could have looked sick. I like this. I got to see it I as liked, an actual jersey like worn by the players. I would have mm-hmm. liked this color. Oh, like the, the current blues 
blue. Yeah, like the the lighter the blue. blue. Okay, yeah. with all the with the writing the other color and have it yellow. Okay, uh, I got two more. Yep. Uh, the New York Rangers, Lady Liberty, and it's majorly blue, and then a little bit of red on the end of the sleeves. Too much blue. Yeah, I I don't know what exactly it is, but I liked their their last one better, where it was also Lady Liberty, but it was like a a more subtle blue, like a navy blue. Yeah. I just liked that better. I mean, you can never never go wrong with Lady Liberty. Lady, <laughs> you can never go wrong with Lady Liberty, but the background needs to change a little bit. But the logo is sick. Okay, I lied. There's actually a few more I want to talk about, but these are all Canadian teams, so let's just run through them. The first one, the powder blue Montreal Canadiens. I, I love it. I like it a lot, too. I love it if the intention was to pay homage to the Nordiques, which I think it is. But oh, I don't interesting. Know. Okay. It's, to me, I don't know. This one is this one is exactly mid to me. It is It is exactly Fine. I don't love it. I don't hate it. I feel incredibly neutral about this jersey. Okay. I just um, love that color blue. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. It looks yeah. That's good. fair. If, if you just like the color, then yeah. Uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs. I looks like a Toronto Maple Leafs jersey. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Does it look like a reverse retro? <laughs> no. No. It's mid. I mean, it, it's it's hard for them though, right? Because they've just. I disagree. Had, well. I know that they had the St. Pat's and whatever, but they've already brought that back. That's not where I'd be going with I it. would be going with the, the TML in the middle of the logo. Did you see the uh, oh, yeah, bar down made a, a mock yeah, one? It, it's basically those shoulder patches they used to have that said... It, it was back when the Yankees got really popular, so having like the overlapping initials uh, of uh, like... It, it got really popular, so they used to have a shoulder patch that was TML, and it was all like overlapping each other. Oh, yeah. And they did a version of that where that was on the front crest, and it did look cool. Mm. But to me, this is just... Like Tyler said, it is just a Leafs jersey. There, there's nothing yeah. crazy about yeah, it. Yeah, there's no like angles. Everything's just straight, clean. Yeah. The logo's on there. It I couldn't say look it looks like bad. Retro. It doesn't look bad, yeah. but you're right. It doesn't scream reverse retro. They should have reverse retro the uh, the Drew House club with the Toronto Maple Leafs. I don't know if that's retro enough. Yeah, I don't yeah, know, but that would have been funny. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, to me, it's just like, and I see online a lot of Leafs fans are really talking about how great this jersey is. I just don't see it. Anyway. Only Sounds two, like something the Leafs would do. Two more left I want to talk about. Um, one I think is great. One I think is terrible. And uh, we'll see if you guys can figure out which one is which. The Calgary Terrible. <clears throat> that one's terrible. Uh, yeah, it's terrible. I, I don't hate this. I think it's absolutely atrocious. Really? What the hell are they doing in the yeah. bottom well, of the jersey? It's real do, weird. Well, okay, Why is the lines going up? <laughs> Hang on. That's that's the retro part. Have you guys not seen those jerseys? Oh, no, I have. They look terrible. Yeah, them. they're... They're awful. I don't like the look of them at all. I, You know what? What I kind of hope that they do, because they only did it with these jerseys. You know how right now on their jerseys, they use the Atlanta Flames jersey for the alternate captains? Yes. On these jerseys, they actually use the current Calgary Flames logo C as the captain C. Well, it's a good thing they don't have but a there's captain. There's already the Calgary Flames logo on it. I know they just have two logos on there. Stupid. It's, it's hilarious. They don't even have a <laughs> captain. I think that's so cool. they, they don't it's, even have a captain this year, so they can't do it anyways. <laughs> oh, you're right too. That's you know what? that ruined the jersey for me. Never mind. I hate him. <laughs> okay, last one, and then we can move on to another segment. The Edmonton Oilers oil drop. It, I, I love I the drop. I, I like the drop. It, they ruined it with the orange, though. Like, oh, I, I, I get that that's the the reverse part is throwing the current 
colors in the old one. I think I was just too attached to what that alternate used to look like. So that's what I love. And this is just, I don't know, it's a step down. To, to me, this is probably the best jersey of the bunch, I think. Really? I think that's I think, your top? Yeah, wow. I think they incorporated the concept of reversing a retro jersey flawlessly. Okay, they that I can... an old jersey yeah. with new colors, and it looks good. So for me, this is... It, it fit the criteria, and it's the best design. I can get on board with that. Can we can we briefly talk about the Canucks? Yeah, I was just going to say, I feel fast. like we have to. Yeah, sure. Yeah, the, This one actually... So this leaked in... I believe August. Yeah, it was a while ago. Yeah. On Facebook Marketplace of all places, someone sold this thing. Oh, really? <laughs> it, it just popped up as like generic hockey jersey and everyone <laughs> was looking at it and looking at the details going, wait, this is a real Adidas NHL jersey that we've never seen before. Yeah. And then it was put together to, that it was a reverse retro. Oh. But I didn't love it at first. It's grown on me a lot. I really like it. I, I like it a lot. I think the pictures we've seen of it the navy blue base isn't done a justice i think this is going to look absolutely sick on the ice this is so much better than last year's reverse retro like so much better i didn't hate last year i either. hated it the sprite can really yeah i didn't mind it too much i like i like the old sprite cans I, I wish they'd go back to that design but i really like this like cold jersey a bright spot for the canucks a bright spot I, I really like how the, the Kraken went to the roots and used their old logo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, what are they going to do, right? Yeah, I, I also, I haven't researched this, but they just made the top of their jersey, like, teal. I'm sure there's some Seattle team that that's kind of throwing it back to. I, I don't know it, but their jerseys don't look bad either. They should have oh, went with the Supersonics, Supersonics would have been so yeah. cool. Yeah. But no one here's crossed sports, have they? No, they Colorado done, Rockies, yeah. right? They could have done the Metropolitans. Yeah, but yeah. Th those are really ugly jerseys, though. That would I feel like that would have been hard to cross over with. Also, the Rockies were a hockey team. They just got relocated and then eventually ended up in New Jersey, I think. Oh, okay, right, yeah, yeah. because New yeah. Jersey's reverse retro is a New Jersey, no, no, <laughs> a New Jersey, New Jersey jersey, but they used the Rocky colors, mm -hmm. so that that's that was their reverse retro. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I think I think we got. I've said the word reverse retro too many times now, and it's starting <laughs> to sound weird. So, all right, well, we're gonna we're gonna change it up and stop talking about jerseys. Um, we'll play a little game. A oh, game yeah. that was threatening. Games. Producer, <laughs> you want to play a game? <laughs> Producer Alex has got a game for us. The fake it till you make it. There you go. Fake it till you make it. Okay. How does this game work? Uh, pretty much I'm going to list off a couple teams uh, that are doing either really good or really bad. And I just want to see what you guys think is real and what you guys think is fake. If they're going to do better, if they're going to do worse, uh, just get some opinions on the, some teams. All right. So if, if these guys are actually legit or not. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right. I like it. Uh, first team we're going to start off with. Uh, probably one of the more bigger surprises, the Philadelphia Flyers. Right now, they are currently third in the Metro with a game in hand. Uh, do we think they're legit? No shot. There's no way they can't be. Look, you look at their roster, it's like, how in the world have they won as many games as they have already? Two words. John Tortorella. One word. Kata hat. <laughs> Kata hat. I don't know, man. That, that team is something else. 
Yeah, no. I for the record, that was a joke, and they're they're faking it. There's, John, there's no way this. John continues. Tortorella benched his two best players for the entire third period <laughs> of the funny. game because they asked fans what the score in the Phillies game was. Oh, actually, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't Tra- know that either. Travis Konechny asked the fan, one of the fans, what the score in the Philly game was, and then was benched. For the entire third period, along with Kevin Hayes, that's pretty funny. That's and, so funny. and they proceeded to lose. Yeah, Jesus, no shit. <laughs> okay, uh, next team, Boston Bruins, currently leading the NHL by three whole points. Uh, do we think that they're actual contenders for the President's Cup? No, I wouldn't go that far, but I do think that they're for real. Like, I did not even have them making the playoffs in my preseasons. I think like, you have to But my, my dad is a huge Bruins fan, so I've been watching a few of their games with him, talking to him about the team. And to to my surprise, they actually look pretty good. The mm-hmm. team's playing well. Pasternak, who we thought was going to be, you know, a, a dead weight on the team because he didn't want to be there, he looks amazing. Well, he got David right? Krejci back, so now yeah. he actually yeah. wants yeah. to be there. Like, it's crazy. Marshan wasn't supposed to be back for another month and a half, or that was the original timeline yeah. back months ago. He's already back, so the, that, that changes our predictions. Yeah. President's Trophy, I wouldn't go that far, but, you know, a serious contender in the Atlantic? Sure. Uh, yeah, these boys seem to be legit. Yeah, that Quickly. Atlantic division, man, it, it's crazy. Oh, it's going to be a toss-up. Like, who... That, that division is so good. You know, even like Buffalo's got off to a great start. Ottawa looks like a serious threat. Montreal you know, doesn't look bad. No, Montreal doesn't look terrible. Detroit looks pretty good too. Yep. Uh, I don't it's remember insane. if you said Ottawa yet, which yeah. is surprising. Yeah, did. did you I say did. Yeah. yeah. They're ahead of Toronto with a game in hand. Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, let's let Alex get back to this game because well, he might bring yeah. up some of those yeah. teams. Quickly, yeah. I want to stick on Boston for a quick sec. Uh Pasternak is a free agent at the end of the season, does not have an extension. Yeah. What's his contract looking like, you guys think? Uh, Vancouver will probably give him like 12. <laughs> I think he's probably going to sign for Are we 10. saying over or un- Oh, you say 10? I say 10, yeah. I was going to say over or under 11. Under. <laughs> I'm yeah, going to go in the 10s. Yeah, I think like 10, 10, 5 is probably what you'll get him at. I actually, What I'm going to say is over 11. But I'm not guaranteeing Boston signs him. That's what I was going to say. I think over 11 on the open market. The Rangers. Yeah. Well, I, I think either way he'll get over 11. Because yeah. if he says, no, I want to see what my offers are, and they're up in the 11s and Boston chooses to match that, uh, I I think he gets 11 no matter what. I just think it's a matter of where he gets 11. Okay. We'll see. Uh, okay. going to stick in the Eastern for one last team. The Detroit Red Wings. Uh, currently six games played. Eight points tied for the uh, wild card with a game in hand. Are they legitimate wild card contenders? Yep, legit. No, I don't think so. I think they fall off. No, they they finished third in the in the div. Is it crazy for me to say that the Atlantic is the best division in hockey right now? No, it, that's a hundred percent accurate. Yeah. And are they are they one of even if we were to say the f- top five teams get in? Are they one of the top five teams in the Atlantic? Yes. I, I don't think they are. They're better than the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Toronto Maple Leafs. Right, but like I, for how long? I, I, I don't see Detroit staying up there. Yeah, I, I have to agree with Jake. I, I don't think they quite make the playoffs, but I think they're going to surprise some people. And I think next year they could definitely make the playoffs and maybe even surprise a team or yeah. two. This is only year two of Marcus's five-year plan for the Detroit Red That's <laughs> right. That's right. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. You all laughed at me. Who's laughing now? <laughs> Not me. I'm still fucking miserable. Hey, I, I picked them to make the playoffs to start the year. All right. Yeah. I, I'm you with did your too. plan. Okay. I mean, look, let's be honest. Like the Eastern Conference is a whole like 
it's a it's a horse race right now. The Columbus Blue Jackets are in last, and if they yeah. win their next game, they are third in the Metro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's early in the season, but like <laughs> it's a dog fight. But like the way that teams are playing is what we're really talking about. Yeah. Okay. Uh, moving over to the West, uh, Dallas Stars currently leading the Central Division with nine points, tied have the same uh, record as Colorado. Are they going to take a playoff spot out of the Central? I picked them to be really bad, but I I think they're legit from what I've seen. Jake Ott- Ottinger looks legit. Yeah. And Rope Hintz and Robinson look legit. Yeah. I, I'm, n- I'm definitely not picking them to stay number one in the Central, but I'm thinking bare minimum they do have a playoff appearance in their future for sure. I think... This one's tough for me. I think I'm just going to have to pick one that's way off the board. It's likely they make the playoffs, but I'm going to say they don't. I'm going to say they don't keep up this pace the whole season. They slide, and they're one of the teams that kind of falls off and out of it. Mostly because I, I have to, but also because um, I think it's, it's, it is it's it is credible, or it's possible that that happens with the with the Stars, that they, they aren't able to keep up this pace, and they slip and fall out of the playoffs. Uh, okay, talking about keeping up the pace that they're at right now, the Vegas Golden Knights, 12 points, tied for the uh, NHL lead, uh, top of the Pacific. Are they contenders to come out top of the West? I, I, I hate saying this, but yeah, I think they are. I think everything, like that whole team hinges on Logan Thompson. Yes, it does. Yeah. Like he is absolutely the fulcrum of that team, which is funny because if he does end up if that team ends up with success, that guy is winning the Calder, which <laughs> I did pick. You you picked. You should have bet on. Me. I he, really should have twenty six to one odds. He looks good, and Eichel looks phenomenal. Yeah. Holy shit! Revenge man. tour. Yeah. If that team doesn't make the playoffs, fuck. Yeah, you know? I, I said at the beginning of the season, Eichel was either going to have an amazing year or he was going to have a terrible year. There was no in between. And it looks like he's going to have an amazing year because yeah, he, we'll he looks insane right now. Unlike Matthews. Yeah. yeah. Who, has, has Matthews scored a goal yet? At time of recording? No. Oof. That's actually a team that maybe we should touch on. I know Alex didn't bring him up, mm. but maybe I'll bring him up. What do you guys think? I, I think we. I think the Leafs should trade Matthews one for one okay, for Besser come on, because man. neither of them be, have a goal yet. Be serious. Okay. I, I right. think the... The Toronto Maple Leafs are legit to finish where they are right now. Yeah. They are not making the playoffs. And i pretty sure at the beginning of the year I had Toronto finishing third last in the division. Yeah. Or something like that. So I'm sticking to it. I would say the only team in the NHL that has a tougher culture than the Vancouver Canucks is the Toronto Maple Leafs. And yep. that team, like their whole mentality just crumbles when they face adversity. And they're going to face adversity. You know, their starter's Murray, who's out right now. And so their starters become Samsonov. And, you know, he's a young guy with not much experience. And, you know, he's not going to be able to hold you in every game. And when those tough games happen and the team falls apart in front of them, you know, it's it's going to be tough in, in Toronto. The, I, I just want to point this out. And, and this is a serious note. I know that Canucks fans complain a lot about how tortured they feel. It's nothing compared to what Leafs fans go through and what they're going to continue going through because this team just seems to be cursed. And that's why I think that the Leafs do make the playoffs. I I think they barely trickle their way into a wild card spot. And they get ruined. 
I think mm, I think they push it to six or seven because they, they're out in the first round again. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, they're out in the first round. But I don't think that's a team that ever goes out without giving their fan base hope and then ripping it away. Is it is it crazy to say that their window's closing? No, no, not at all. I think they got a couple of years left. Yeah, before they could lose everybody. Really? Eh? Yep. I That's mean, crazy. The, the Leafs are always going to be able to bring in star powers players, but like, I don't know. Some of these players are going to leave. Their window is two years, I think, because that's when I think Matthew's contract is done. Yeah. If they don't make it out of the first round in the next two years, there is no chance he resigns. No, why would he? Yeah. He, he can go literally anywhere he wants. For any team. For will, check. Yeah, yeah. Any team will make cap space for him. Why would he stay in a city where he he's, loses half of his salary to taxes? He's going to Vegas or somewhere or Florida or somewhere that has. Yep. Yeah, I would say I, one I of no those tax. Two. Jack Eichel and Austin Matthews together. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that makes what? me want to I think, puke. I think wow. if Vegas isn't planning for that right now, then they're doing something wrong. Anyway, what's the next team? Uh, We're going to talk about the Seattle Kraken. Uh, number one wild card spot right now. Uh, what do you guys think about them? Fluke. It's actually, I could see them finishing in a wild card spot. Really? I, I would not be shocked. Well, think about it. The Canucks aren't making it. Yeah. Right. I don't think a lot of the Californian teams are good enough. I think that they, at the very least, will be contending for a wild card spot for most of the season. Their depth is actually not bad. Um, assuming injuries don't plague them, but again, yeah. injuries kind of yeah. come well, up. That all throws the time, a wild card right? into any prediction. Yeah, injuries are a wild card for anything. Um, but assuming that their their depth can stay somewhat consistent because they seem to be getting scoring from everywhere, and Matthew Beneers continues to prove that he's going to be a future star in this league one day, mm-hmm. I don't think it's crazy to assume they make the playoffs. And we're relying on Martin Jones to be the best goalie in the NHL to carry them there. Yeah, that's obviously the point. <laughs> Okay, well, right now we've got Seattle, the Kings, and St. Louis all kind of around the same area, and Winnipeg. Uh, out of those four teams, which two do you see making the wild card? Uh, St. Louis, because they've played three yeah. less games. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I guess that's fair. St. Louis for sure. I think yeah. it's between L.A. and Seattle. I think the Winnipeg Jets are... They have to fall apart at some point. Yeah. And if, if that management group or ownership group was smart, they would dismantle it right now. I Get agree. As bad as you possibly can. Obviously, I don't want to see that happen because I hate <laughs> the Jets. But like, oh, honestly, okay. like, you know, like if they had any brains in their head, they would be selling Shifley as high as they possibly can. Yeah. Right. Yep, and because they could get a lot for him, yeah. well, and because they hung on to Wheeler, Wheeler Shifley. No, 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 Wheeler. They, they hung on to for too long. They, I, I they know, can't but they could still Wheeler. get. They could probably still get a late pick for because uh, he's only got like a year or two left. Yeah, but his contract's massive. They, yeah. They're not. Uh, they're not. They're not getting anything. They should that's be help. They should be selling Kyle Connor because mm, his his trade yeah. value is through the roof. Definitely, it, the it most is. But he's player. one. He's one of the only guys there that's still young enough that they yeah. could build around him. If I was them, I wouldn't move Kyle Connor because no, he's either. also a, a, a big enough talent that you know he can. He can't carry the team, but he can make a big impact. Should they, you know, yeah, well, he could I also mean, draw some people in. Hellebuck and Shifley for sure. You, yeah, you'll get great returns two. for. And also, I think that the trade value on both of those players is way higher than it should be. Yeah. The only oh, yeah, reason why, yeah, because you know Hellebuck's a starting goalie on a bad team, so he's going to see a lot of shots. And uh, Shifley's the best player on the team, right? Yeah. So yeah. their values are inflated. 
But I think Shifley's a second, maybe even third liner on most teams. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. One more. Yeah. Uh, the last uh, thing I want to bring up about teams, we have two teams that do not have a win in North America. And that would be the two teams <laughs> that uh, our co-hosts are uh, fans of. Yeah, not me. <coughs> I didn't realize that. The Preds still don't yeah. have a win here? Yeah, no. They're two five and one or two yeah. four and one? Two four and one. Yeah. Uh, which team gets a win first? Now we have we have watch it be the game they play each other. What what's what's so Nashville's next Nashville's game? next games are they have St. Louis tomorrow and Washington on Saturday. Oof. Honestly, okay. St. Louis is coming off a of back to back. They're starting Thomas Grice. You might see Nashville get their first win on, on home soil. Yeah. I I think Nashville probably beat St. Louis tomorrow. And I also think the Canucks beat the Kraken. So or I, you think I, they get them at the same time. So well, what game no, na- no, Nashville's game starts earlier. So Nashville technically oh, okay. have the win. First. <laughs> oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> Unless it goes into like the nineteenth round of a shootout. Yeah. Well then. <laughs> yeah. Right. And you then know, someone Merrick Malik's. <laughs> no, you know what? The Blues are gonna. The Blues didn't play very hard today. <laughs> They're gonna win tomorrow. They've been saving their energy. Yeah, we'll see. All right. Well, yeah, that's all the teams I think that we got to talk about that are really uh, interesting in the NHL right now, except for the. Calgary Flames, the best team in the NHL. Fluke. Uh, no six games, got two games in hand on Vegas. They win both. They take the Pacific. Are they the best team in the West? They lost to the Buffalo Sabres. Like, that's embarrassing. So did a, f- a lot of teams. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to say they're the best team in the West, but I think they're set up very similarly to how they were set up last year, where they are poised to make a relatively deep playoff run how deep i'm not gonna say but i I think second round minimum i sadly and i hate to say this after watching the first part of this season the flames are a lot better this year than they were last year yes they have they have a lot more grit on their team they brought in a bunch of different players that play more of a playoff style role yeah huberto is a phenomenal player and that florida trade has just shown that Matthew Kachuk is nowhere near as good as Jonathan Huberto. No. Yeah, they lost Gaudreau, but, I mean, Huberto's making up for that. Nazem Kadri looks good. I said he wasn't going to get more than 60 points. I was probably wrong. <laughs> um, Mackenzie Weger is a beast. Like, their defense is stacked, and I hate every minute of what I just had to say. <laughs> no, they're, they're a real fun team to watch. They've got new players, and everybody seems to be gelling. They seem to be buying into Daryl Sutter's game plan, and it seems like they all have the same goal. They want to win a cup. And they think they can. Yeah. yeah. That's the big thing, yeah. That's yeah. the thing. It was like, I think what we talked about before the season is some of us thought that they were going to be good. Some of us thought that it wouldn't work. It all hinged on how the team gelled, and obviously they're gelling pretty well. Well, I did not think Elias Lindholm would be a first-line center without Gaudreau and Kachuk. But Elias Lindholm yeah. has shown that he can be a first-line center yeah. because of Huberto and Toffoli, who's going to be a 75-goal scorer. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. Let's see. Because, like, Toffoli's streaky, man. Like, Yeah, but, I mean, if I had who, if I was on a line with Huberto, I'd be freaking burying, too. Yeah. <laughs> Guy finds you with open nets. Yeah. It uh, seems like it doesn't matter where you are on the ice. Just any, you can be anywhere, and he'll find the time to, to, to hit you up for the pass. It is crazy how he can do that, actually. Oh, did you say time? (laughs) Oh, the time. And speaking of the time, (laughs) I think it's time for Tyler's Surprise Headline. 
You didn't say it. I don't know. I didn't say it last time and nobody saw, so I just was going to see if anybody You got to do it every time. Uh, you don't fucking yeah. do it. I didn't know. All right. For, for, wait, no. <laughs> and I think it's time for, for Tyler's, Tyler's surprise headline. headline. It's Tyler's surprise headline. Oh, yeah. Attaboy. There you go. Hey, didn't that sound better? Come on. Didn't it just feel better? I think my Oma has those same coffee mugs. Yeah, but now you're going to have to edit that. Edit what? I didn't, he didn't edit none of that. That's all staying in. You're going to stay in calling me out for not saying it's Tyler's surprise headline? Yeah, and calling you out for using my Oma's coffee mug. <laughs> Dude, this episode is going to be like two hours. This is going to be yeah. the longest episode of the Vancouver Boys podcast. All right, Tyler, make it quick. We're out of time. And speaking of this. No, <laughs> no, no. He's trying to think of something to say right now. Oh, yeah, oh, that's right. He makes them no. up now. Sometimes. Right, too obvious, too easy. All right. So, as you guys know, we've changed things up a little bit, and uh, you guys have to guess whether these stories are legit or if they're fake. So, uh, we'll take this back to uh, Florida, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Brady. Charged with groping women while pretending to be a palm reader. Okay, hopefully not Brady. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. Are so the women related. Where does to he her? think palms are? So no, this man reads palms and then goes right for the breasts. <laughs> <laughs> that, oh God, dude. <laughs> Wait, it's so just zero. I really hope. Man, I really hope this that. is real, just for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you made this up, that's kind of a weird. I've had a whole week to think about it. <laughs> well, I mean, like he could have found a story and changed small details. So okay, yeah, I guess that's true. So he pretends to be a palm reader just so he can grope women. Stop saying that word. <laughs> it's one of those words that just makes me cringe. I hate hearing it. Yeah, this I don't is. Know. I want it to be not real. <laughs> yeah, right? It's kind but of messed like, up. Yeah, it's just like, it kind of destroys your faith in humanity. It, it, it definitely does, but it's also Florida. So it's like, yeah, how, much, how much humanity is there? Yeah. <laughs> like Anything could happen in Florida. Exactly. Yeah, isn't that their tagline? Like how we have Discover BC. Have, <laughs> anything could happen in Florida. Yeah. To be honest, like out of all the stories we've heard come out of Florida, this might be one of the most tame stories yeah, so, but it's also somehow one of the most disturbing. Yeah. I think for that reason, I'm going to say it's fake. I'm going to say it's real. Hey. <laughs> Swing vote. Yeah. Hey, again, I, I I really hope it's fake, but I also don't want to imagine you having to come up with that. This brain works in weird ways. But two of you are right, because that story was 100% real. Oh, really? No. 100, word for word, 100% real. Oh, Jesus. No. People in Florida are fucked. <laughs> nah. So don't trust your neighbors, folks. <laughs> or, <laughs> or, your palm palm readers. Readers. or the palm readers. Or the palm readers. But uh, no, with that being said, it was a fun episode. It was a long episode. Yeah, um, for anyone that's still here, remember, you can find us on all of our social medias. TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, Twitch at Vancouver Boys Podcast, Twitter at Vancouver Boys underscore, and for more serious inquiries, our email at Vancouver Boys Podcast at gmail.com. And we're going to start a new kind of like fun little thing. Oh, um, Jesus. I thought you were going to say start a new email. I no. was like, God, no, not again. <laughs> Number yeah, six. Yeah, we got to change our email. No, is Tyler brought up this cool idea that we've kind of been like, um, trying out and i think we might make it a little bit more of a regular segment 
So starting next week, we're going to try doing some like betting stuff. So follow us on TikTok and look out there for some TikToks related to a little betting game that Tyler's put together. Yeah, if you guys are ready to watch me lose money, <laughs> let's uh, let's go for it because I'm 0-1 so far and uh, it's going to be a long season. Can't wait to watch episode one of Tyler's surprise money line. <laughs> there we go. That's Clever. Clever. Yeah. Yeah. From the guy who doesn't bet. Yeah, too. yeah. We love that. <laughs> All right. Well, with that being said, guys, we should probably wrap things up here. Yeah. Thanks for hanging out with us. See you on the next one. Peace. Au revoir. Ooh. Oh, very fancy. Very classy way to end this one. I can't watch us on Twitch.